Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. You know, our focus is the latest in natural options to help us all achieve optimum well-being. And in that regard, one thing we do frequently is check in with our trusted natural health experts, and that includes Kieran Krishnan. He's a chief science officer of Just Thrive Health, and we talk to Kieran about what's new in the world of microbiology and how we can apply that knowledge to a healthy, holistic lifestyle. Our conversations with Kieran are always informative and frequently fun, but we had one recently that was, frankly, scary. So we've asked Kieran to join us via Zoom from his home base in Chicago now to explain more about what he said and maybe put our mind at ease a little bit. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. I, I hear the nervousness in your voices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. Well, you know, our focus in that interview uh, that Roy just mentioned was gut health for, for infants and toddlers and, and giving our little ones the best chance for lifelong health. And at the beginning of that interview, you said, it's a scary world for humans these days because of the mass extinction of microbes in our digestive tract and in our bodies. Just in the past few decades, we've lost 50% of the microbes that were given to us through the course of evolution. It's a mass extinction in the human system as a result of contaminated food, water and soil, plus damage from antibiotics and preservatives and all the other synthetic chemicals just kind of scared us. So what do you have to say? So the three things that really stuck in my memory and in my nightmare was mass extinction in the human system, 50% of our microbes, and all of this just in the past few decades. So comments, reassurance, please. Yeah, well, so two things, right? One is, uh, absolutely. And I don't know if I, if I stated it strongly enough in that interview, because here, here's an analogy I like to give people to really understand the gravity of this issue of mass extinction. Um, you know, the microbes in and on our system are responsible for the vast majority of functions that we conduct. And so losing huge groups of these functional microbes over from generation to generation is, is the same as losing organ systems, right? So if I were to tell you that in the next generation, kids would be born without a spleen, and then the generation after that, they'd be born without a spleen and maybe just half the liver that we have, I think everybody would be panicked and everybody would be looking to figure out exactly what we can do to curb that trend. But that's exactly what's happening when it comes to microbes. When we lose large groups of microbes, from our system and we can't pass them down to the next generation, we are effectively handicapping them with, with missing organ systems. But there is good news, right? So that is pretty doom and gloom. And, and, I, and I'm, I can tell you I'm not overstating that, right? It, it's not hyperbole at all. Um, in fact, when it comes to fertility, just look at something as basic a human characteristic as making other humans. Right, that's a foundational aspect of our success as a species. Fertility has declined significantly in the last 20 to 30 years, right? It's almost a 25, 30% decline in fertility rates in the last 20 to 30 years. That's not a lot of time to have that sharp of a decline in our ability to propagate our species. Male um, sperm counts have declined almost 50% in around that same amount of time. 
right? So these things have a severe consequence. And what they've what studies have shown is that there's a transgenerational effect when it comes to these kinds of conditions, meaning what is affecting us right now will have an effect on generations to come that we have not even met met yet, right? So our great, great grandkids. And so again, not to sound too alarming, but I do want people to understand the gravity of the situation, you know, and this is not like the environmental message where people are giving you big doom and gloom messages. And then the easiest thing for people to do is ignore it. I don't want people to ignore this because this affects you directly. And then it affects your next kin directly. The good news, however, yeah. is that yes. because these are all, <laughs> we need some of that, right? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> The the good news is that because everything I'm talking about are ecological systems, it's it's basically environmental biology at a micro scale. Um, we can affect change, and we can affect change relatively quickly if we do a few smart things. And and that's really what we need to realize right now is that we're on a non-sustainable path, and if we don't affect change now then that non-sustainable path is going to come crashing into a wall. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest. And we're speaking with Kieran Krishnan about the mass extinction of microbes in and on our body. So Kieran, what's causing this extinction? You know, we live in an antimicrobial world. You know, one of the things I've always said is that we are a microbial construct. We're made up of microbes. We are inhabited largely by microbes, more so than human cells itself. And we've taken this elegant microbial ecosystem we call the human being uh, that has developed over millions of years of evolution, and we've put it in a very antimicrobial world. Everything around us is designed in part or, or um, inadvertently to kill bacteria. Um, you know, if you think about things like uh, our drinking water, right, which is uh, full of fluoride and chlorine and all of these chemicals and, and, and high levels of heavy metals like lead and arsenic and cadmium, all of these things are detrimental to the microbes that live in your digestive tract. Um, and then of course, all the personal care products with preservatives and anti, um, by, uh, antimicrobials in it um, to maintain their shelf life, but those things, have a detrimental effect on our ecosystem. Of course, pesticides and, and herbicides in our food and our water, um, overuse of antibiotics, the over-sterilization of our environment, all of these things have a huge detrimental effect. And another thing that's kind of a, um, you know, an, an unsaid uh, or not frequently said um, driver of this kind of dysfunction is stress. Mm -hmm. So our stress, right, uh, our ability to put ourselves in very stressful situations has created an environment inside us that favors the growth of toxigenic organisms. And let me explain that in a second how, or not in a second, uh, 15 seconds, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's inevitable that within us is lots and lots of opportunistic organisms, right? Opportunistic meaning given the right opportunity, they'll rear their ugly head and they'll become toxic organisms. Many of these opportunistic organisms are designed by nature to sense stress hormone levels in the host because they know that when stress hormone levels are high, the host's immune system becomes compromised. And so that's a great opportunity for them to start expressing their genes and producing their toxins and trying to grow and take over the system. 
So as we go through life right now and we put ourselves in more and more stressful conditions, that release of cortisol and epinephrine and norepinephrine, those things are actually creating dysbiosis in our gut and the rest of our microbiome, right? And, and so just think about, you know, trolling the internet and getting on these treads and arguing with people online. And, you know, um, <laughs> if someone cuts you off on the highway, right, our tendency is to honk at them and flip them the bird to show them how mad we are that they made us move a little bit. Um, but all of those things create stress in your life. And that stress has a hugely detrimental effect to your overall health. And so it may be better to sit some of those things out. I, collectively, I don't think the stress has ever been higher. Yeah, and it, and it hit us on so many fronts, right? It hit us on, uh, from a health perspective, of course, this being a health crisis, it hit us from a financial perspective, because a health crisis put us into a financial tailspin. And then it, people had, there was a massive amount of social unrest, right, that went on. So there was, there was social uh, stress and issues around civility and so on. And then, of course, there's political stress. It was an election year, and, and it was a highly polarized political environment. So we were, we were hit from all directions with some profound stress drivers. And those things all compromise your, your microbiome. And when your microbiome is compromised, it compromises every other function in your body, right? Your ability to sleep, your, your ability to manage other stress that comes along, your metabolic system. So, so weight management, blood glucose management, all of these, these things get compromised. And of course, your immune system gets compromised heavily. And all the while, while this is going on, your diversity is being lost and you're losing important species that you won't pass on to the next generation and thereby you know, propagating further extinction of really important microbes. So if there's ever a time where we really needed whatever tools we can get our hands on to help our microbiome, this is it. You know, and the, and the probiotic you talked about, the spore-based probiotics, the prebiotics, which are made up of oligosaccharides, these are all critical components to support a healthy microbiome, along with other lifestyle uh, behaviors like stress management, incre increasing the diversity of your diet, intermittent fasting, if you can do it, exercise, all of these things improve your microbiome, but you need all of these tools at this point. Thanks, Kieran. We've been speaking with Kieran Krishnan, Chief Science Officer for Just Thrive Health, about the mass extinction of microbes in our digestive tract and on our bodies, and the importance of spore-based probiotics in helping us all stay healthy. You can find out more about those spore-based probiotics at justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com. Okay, feel better now? <laughs> A little bit, I can say for myself, anyhow. Well, it's it's just interesting, and it's it, you know it's not surprising. You know, we've been hearing about how our soil is so degraded, yeah. and 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 that this isn't this isn't new. It always strikes me: why do things have to get to the brink of practically extinction before we start paying attention to the fact that this is happening? It's like we know now. So the good news is we know what, some of the things that we can do to keep our microbiome healthy, and we know that this is happening fast. When we think about all of the thousands of years of evolution, and we're, we're about to undo that in, in, in three decades. So the good news is we have some proven tools available to help us keep our digestive and immune systems healthy. 
there's some physical things we can do, and that's what the spore-based probiotics and that's what the prebiotics do. This thing about saying, well, let's manage our stress. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's easier said than done, but it's, what, it's something that we need to be aware of, we need to be focused on, and we need to be doing everything we can to do. It really makes a difference. Well, it makes a difference for me. <laughs> now, up next in our show, we're going to explore a natural way of improving the health of our immune and central nervous system and boost our energy, including our libido. That'll help me manage my stress. <laughs> and all of that at the same time. And, and remember, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website. That's HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest. We love hearing from you. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 